Every time I try to start something new, there is always somebody telling me to give up. Every time I try to focus on myself, there's always somebody else telling me to focus on them instead. And every time I'm feeling sad, there's somebody telling me that I don't deserve to feel sad. And that somebody is my own inner critic. Hey there, and welcome back to another episode of Feel Your Feelings with me, Ethan Jewell. This is a podcast I started all about mental health and mental health awareness. Now, I'm not a doctor, a psychologist, a psychiatrist, or a professional in the field whatsoever. I'm just a normal guy who has felt some big feelings and hopes to help you feel your emotions as well. So, thank you so much for tuning in, and let's feel some feelings. Something that I've always struggled with is my own internal dialogue. As I'm going through life, I really do try to stay positive, and I really do always try to look on the brighter side of things. But more often than not, my own internal negative critic takes over. And instead of viewing something or myself in a more positive light, I end up viewing it negatively. I end up becoming a critic, and it completely ruins my perception of things, my perception of myself. It can ruin my motivation and can really affect my mental health. So what do I mean when I say inner critic? Everybody has an inner critic. It's the voice in our heads that tells us negative things. Like I was saying in the beginning, it's the voice in your head that tells you to give up whenever you start something new. It's the voice in your head that tells you you're not good enough. It's the voice in your head that tells you you don't deserve to feel a certain way. It's the voice in your head that tries to keep you down. It's natural, and it's something that we all have, and it's frustrating to deal with. I hate having an inner critic. However, I'm aware that I can't get rid of it. No matter how annoying it is, no matter how much it affects my mental health, I know I can't get rid of it. So instead, I choose to reason with it, and I've found ways to deal with it and get around it and rewire my mindset when it comes to my inner critic. And today, that's what I want to talk about. So now that we understand the inner critic and we understand that it can affect us in a negative way with negative self-talk and a negative perception on life, how can we combat and talk to our own inner critic. Well, I made a list of things that I do that help me combat mine. The first one, and this is really when I became aware of my inner critic, is I began to meditate. And I know this sounds really, really cliche, and I didn't do it in the traditional way of, you know, sitting cross-legged in a quiet room and making meditative noises or anything like that. No. I used a technique that my therapist taught me that I've talked about on this podcast several times, which is simply every other day, I'll take about 20 to 30 minutes to sit in silence and simply observe my thoughts and my feelings. It can be out and about. Sometimes I do it in a park, but a lot of times I do it just in my room before bed. I observe my own mental. I observe my feelings and my thoughts. And what this does is it lets me get to know myself really well. It lets me get to know my feelings, but in this instance, it lets me get to know my thoughts and it lets me get to know my inner critic. And during these little meditative sessions is when I really became aware of that voice and I became aware of what it's saying. Because as you can imagine, when I'm sitting in silence with nothing but my thoughts for 20 to 30 minutes, that negative voice would come out and it would start following a negative narrative about who I am and it would tell me mean things about myself and that I'm not a good enough friend and that I need to change this and this. 
And at first I thought that that was just how I thought, but then I realized, wow, that's my own self-doubt and that's my own critic speaking. So the first thing that I did that helped me come to terms with my inner critic is I meditated and I got to know it. I understood what my negative thought patterns were. I understood the negative narratives that my own brain told me. Because how are we to fix something if we don't first understand it? So once you establish this routine and you understand that negative narrative and that critic, there are three different things that I do that are very real and tangible to try to deal with this. Now remember, I'm not a doctor, so this isn't medical advice. This isn't professional mental health advice. This is just trial and error and what works for me. These are all really just logical. I don't know if there's any scientific backing to them at all, but this is what has worked for me. And the first one seems really ridiculous, and that is I create a almost silly character for my inner critic. Now hear me out with this one. Whenever I start to form a negative narrative or I'm having negative self-talk, I will almost mock this voice. So if I get out of bed and I have a thought pop up where I think, oh, I should just lay back down. I'm a bad person. My friends don't want to see me today. I am depressed. I'm not worth other people's time, blah, blah, blah. I'll mock that and I'll go, oh, my friends don't deserve me, blah, 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 shut up, you know, and kind of talk back to the inner voice. I know this sounds ridiculous. It sounds totally absurd, but for whatever reason, it works for me because it makes this inner narrative a tangible thing. It makes it somebody that I can talk to and argue with. And essentially, I'm able to convince myself that this narrative is wrong. I don't know why this works, but it does. It stops this inner voice from running rampant and it shuts it down entirely. And typically, I'm able to continue on with my day. Now, the next thing I do is I ask myself if I talk to a friend or loved one like this. And this is something that I do with a lot of the negative thoughts that I have. If I'm having self-esteem issues and I start talking down on my physical appearance, for example, I'll try to catch myself, which is where the meditation comes in. You have to know when these patterns are forming. So I'll catch myself and I'll think, hmm, would I talk to a good friend of mine like that? Would I tell a friend of mine that I think they look ugly or too tired or too depressed or that their body doesn't look good today? Of course I wouldn't. That's not how anybody should talk to their friends. And that's not how anybody should talk to themselves. This is another tangible way of quantifying these inner thoughts that we have in order to make them into something realistic that we can then reason with. And that's really the most important part. When our inner critic comes out and starts forming these negative narratives about ourselves and about our perspectives on the world, if left unchecked, it runs rampant and it grows and continues. If anything, it's a form of anxiety. And that anxiety about ourselves will only get worse when unchecked. So these methods are a way to make this inner negative self-talk into a real thing that we can reason against and argue against and hopefully get rid of most of the time. And of course, I wouldn't talk to a loved one or a family member or a friend the way that I often talk to myself. So that helps me understand and justify getting rid of that thought. That lets me know that it is just an inner negative narrative that I can get rid of, that I can toss aside. Finally, and this is for all of my logical people out there, I'll take the thought and I'll compare it to real life. So 
Let's say I wake up feeling sad and my inner critic tells me that I don't deserve to be sad, that there isn't enough bad stuff happening, that I shouldn't be depressed, that other people have it worse, and that I need to just suck it up and be happy. This is something that I deal with a lot. It's an inner narrative that comes up a lot. So the way that I'll argue this is I'll look at my life and I'll think, okay, are these claims true and should I listen to them? Should I give these claims any power whatsoever? And I'll look at my life and I say, well, first of all, do I feel sad? And if the answer is yes, well, that's already enough reason to ignore the inner narrative. If you feel something, you feel something. It doesn't have to be justified. If you feel sad, you don't need a reason to feel sad. It's okay to just feel sad for no reason, to just feel anxious for no reason, to just feel mad or depressed for no reason. So already I've found a logical answer to my question. And so I'll talk back to that voice and I'll say, actually, I'm allowed to just be sad. I don't need to have a better reason than everybody else to be sad. I don't need to justify my own feelings. By finding this logical reason, by going down this path of reason and arguing back against that negative narrative, I am able to allow myself to feel. I allow myself to go about my day without this anxious run negative narrative to spread throughout my day. These inner negative narratives are a manifestation of self-doubt and anxiety. It's our own brains and the anxiety that we are not good enough trying to put us down in one way or another. It's so important to meditate and understand this, to come to terms with that inner voice, to know what it says and when it says it, and then be able to fully combat it. I challenge you to try this. I challenge you to meditate and get to know your own inner voice, get to know what it says, and then learn what works for you to combat it. I guarantee you have an inner voice that talks to you and feeds you negative narratives almost every single day, and you don't even realize it yet. So please, get to know that voice and understand that you are worth having a more positive narrative. You are worth being able to feel your feelings without being ridden down with guilt, without being convinced that you shouldn't feel those feelings, and without an inner voice telling you that you are not enough. So, that's going to do it for today's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. Please message me on my Instagram at jewelboy underscore and let me know what you thought about today's episode. If you need any help feeling your feelings, I also make really sad music and it's out everywhere. Just look up Ethan Jewel and go listen. I have two new songs coming out in a couple of weeks that I think you will really, really like. So thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for listening. And as always, Thank you for feeling your feelings. I'll see you next time.